Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. News today. And it's time for humanity to stand up in the info war and say, I don't know what's going to happen at the end of this, but you want to fight? You better believe you've got one! From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. Many years, doctors have received bonuses for adherence to the latest drug therapy protocol. Drugs that are known to be dangerous, such as statins and antidepressants. And now we know that insurance companies are paying doctors to fully vaccinate your children. This incentive program for vaccinating babies can be found in the Blue Cross Blue Shield Doctor Incentives Booklet and specifies that every patient under the age of two that receives the currently prescribed 24 inoculations is worth a $400 payout to that doctor. For further motivation, they get paid by the hundred and they have to vaccinate a certain percentage of their total patients or they don't get anything. Blue Cross Blue Shield say that a doctor needs to vaccinate 63% of their patients in order to qualify. The average American pediatrician has about 1,500 patients and would have to have at least 945 of them fully vaccinated in order to get paid anything. At 40000 for every 100 this works out to $360,000. This is why most pediatricians won't provide care for families who don't completely submit to the latest childhood vaccine protocol. We are talking over a quarter million dollars, which is more than the average pediatrician's yearly salary. Research shows that an unvaccinated child's risk of death increases by over 5,000% when they receive the current vaccine schedule. And doctors are now beginning to use virtual reality to help them administer these poisons to children who instinctively know better. Oi! Você voltou! Você voltou! 
Nossa, eu não posso acreditar. Ó, oh, primeiro o pólen de gelo. É bem rapidinho. Vem cá, peraí. Uhum. Pronto. Agora o fruto de fogo. Mas, ó, vamos lá. Bem rapidinho. Peraí. Deixa eu pegar aqui. Vai, escudinho. Vai, escudinho. Funciona, funciona, funciona. Obrigada, obrigada. Caramba, filho. O que você acha disso? Legal. É a primeira vez que eu vejo em 15 anos da minha atuação profissional com vacinas que a realidade virtual pode transferir a dor em entretenimento. Ele chorou em todas que ele tomou desde que ele nasceu. E dessa vez não. Até achei que ela ia dar um showzinho aqui hoje. Porque quando eu era pequena tinha menos, mas agora não tem mais nada. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. When castles towered over vast landscapes and knights championed honor and valor, there came an unforeseen darkness. Amidst this impending doom stood a knight called Alex Jones, a brave and outspoken herald known as the Truthsayer. Sir Alex Jones was not alone. In his most desperate hour in the battle against evil, a radiant light descended from the heavens. God, in all his glory and his legion of angels, stood by Alex's side. The battle raged on, but with every blow, Alex Jones' conviction grew stronger. With every truth he proclaimed, the demonic forces faltered. When the enemy was vanquished, Alex Jones swore a solemn oath that should the realm need him again, he would return. And now it's Alex Jones, leading a full frontal assault on the satanic New World Order. Tune in at infowars.com forward slash show and share the link today. If I were the devil, if I were the prince of deception, I'd want to shroud the world in unyielding darkness. I'd seize control over the lands and masses, but I wouldn't be satisfied until I had quashed the boldest voice of truth. Infowars. So I'd work meticulously to control the world. I'd target platforms like InfoWars first. I'd initiate a campaign of silence. With the subtlety of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve. Believe only what you're told. To the young, I would whisper, InfoWars is a fake news conspiracy theory network. I would convince them that man needs no alternate perspectives, no dissenting voices, no questions against the status quo. I would assure them that InfoWars is false, and what's approved is true. And the old, I would teach to say after me, our father, which art in censorship. If I were the devil, I'd soon have people at war with InfoWars platforms at war with free speech, and nations at war with freedom of thought, until each in its turn was uniform. If I were the devil, I would undermine platforms like InfoWars from being a refuge for the inquisitive until before you knew it, you'd have suppression and censorship at every door. Soon, I'd have unity and misinformation. I'd have influential figures promoting a single narrative. Soon, I could evict InfoWars from social media, then from search engines, and then from the homes of patriots. I would lure society into believing only one perspective, dismissing InfoWars as falsehood. And what do you bet I could get whole states to promote uniformity as progress? 
I would convince the young that independent platforms are outdated, that compliance is more comfortable, that what you see in the mainstream media is the only perspective. In other words, if I were the devil, I wouldn't want you to visit infowars.com forward slash show today. It's Wednesday, October 25th, 2023. Thank you so much for joining us. Hard to believe that this year is already so long in the teeth. Time is really, really moving fast. Thank you for joining us again on this Wednesday, October 25th, 2023 transmission. I'm your host, Alex Jones. All right. Woo! We've got a giant show lined up for you today. We have the top Russian broadcaster who speaks really good English uh, joining us in the fourth hour that I'll be hosting today. And we have uh, Nick Fuentes coming in here for at least an hour and a half. He was just on American Journal with uh, Chase Geyser hosting it because Harrison is hosting the war room while Owen is in federal prison for his free speech, according to the judge, in our wondrous free land. And so I build this because I guess we will have a debate as a debate, but, but really I just want to have a discussion with Nick Fuentes, so that's coming up. Uh, I think we should get him in here about 15 after next hour. That way we have at least an hour and 45 minutes. But you have the commercials, so about an hour and 20 minutes of time to have discussions uh, here on a host of issues. But I'm not having the debate, according to the preface that he he's, he's put out, that we are lopsided in our coverage of what's happening in the Middle East. Now, it's it would be my right to be lopsided if, if that was the case and that was my view, but I've actually got a 35,000-foot big global view on how the West is funding both sides of this conflict in a dialectic, and I'm trying to get people to see the big picture, and so hopefully I can do that, but I'll just tell him what I'm going to do when he gets in here. I know he's here in the office probably watching now. I was too, really busy about to go on air, but I saw him walking down the hall right before I went on air. And that is, I, I caught about 15 minutes of him with Chase Geyser this morning on American Journal, and he just kept saying, Alex Jones gives unbalanced coverage. Well, I'm not CNN that says they're giving balanced coverage of things and then doesn't. But I really do think I give balanced coverage from my worldview. I honestly believe the things I say and I do. And then I was going through the stacks of news because I send them, them, them texts and emails what I, I want them to print off and have, and they I send them a bunch of videos I want to cover. But they also put... Hundreds of articles in front of me, and I come in here and start digging through them, and as more news breaks, they just come and stack it in front of me so I can look at it. And I looked at InfoWars stacked. It was about that thick this morning. And I went, wow, actually our coverage is lopsided against Israel. I better do something about that because it was all basically critical of Israel. And, and I, I've told the crew, I want you to show – everybody's perspective and what's going on because that's how you really get informed. And and obviously the the Palestinians have been caught in a bunch of propaganda. The Israelis have been caught in a bunch. And I've got a bunch of examples of that. And I just want people to start looking for the propaganda, not just sitting there going with the dialectic of the two supposed sides. And I'm not saying things in the universe are all gray. I'm not saying things aren't black and white sometimes. What I'm saying is, is that there's larger forces above it manipulating it, and that's what I try to expose. 
So I'll ask him to repeat that statement today, and then I'm just going to go, well, here's today's stack of InfoWars. Let's just go through it. And it's a ridiculous amount of criticism of Israel. And the only thing you can call pro-Israel is, I don't want open borders and to bring all the Gazans over here. But that's actually anti-Israel, because Israel, through its spokespersons and others in their government, said they want to send the Gazans to America and Europe. No, no, no. (laughs) So when I'm concerned about Islam spreading everywhere and taking over, how does that, because Islam doesn't like Israel, now I'm with Israel. It's, it's, It's false debate, and it's not real, and it's very frustrating. So for me, when I had my discussion with him slash debate, it's, it's not about proving my point. It's about getting people to see what I see. And maybe you see something different than I see, but man, it <laughs> doesn't matter whether you love Israel or hate Israel or you're neutral on it or indifferent. What the hell does that have to do with bringing Muslims here from all over the world that are almost all joining the left and electing leftists to Congress? and a local government, and literally taking over our society. <clears throat> you could say, well, the Muslims throw gays off buildings in the Middle East. Yeah, that's some of their radical groups, but as a voting bloc, they go with the Democrats. They go with the socialists. They go with the communists in Europe. And so that's an observation that I'm making. You know, Israel blew up a couple of mosques and hospitals and Orthodox Church this week. We read the article. They don't deny they did. I looked at the evidence of the one hospital. Looked like it hit the parking lot. They now basically admit that. I just said, looks like that's war propaganda. Israel's been having people on the news with puppy dogs that got saved from Hamas. I mean, that's that's obvious propaganda. It's, it's, so, so I'm not in any of the... It'd be like if I was covering the Crips and Bloods, and they were all killing each other in the 1990s. They still are today, but not as bad. It doesn't mean you're for the Crips or the Bloods. You know, Snoop Dogg's a, 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 a Crip. And I guess some of the other guys are Bloods. Well, I'm, I'm not with Snoop Dogg, and I'm not with Tupac, and I'm not with any of this crap. So I'm going to have a adult discussion here and just get past the uh, statements that, that that about, oh, who reports on things the best? I don't report a lot on Israel. Uh, I, I don't like talking about it. I didn't report a lot on Russia until I got accused of being a Russian agent, and I'm against that war, and the West did start that war. Now, Russia is on the side of the Palestinians. So by extension, if you looked at it, you could say, I'm on the side of the Palestinians. No, I'm against starting that war and accelerating into nuclear war with Russia. So if you actually like an adult, sit there and go, where does Jones stand on all these topics? And you come to the position of the ADL that I'm public enemy number one and need to be removed because I'm pro-America and want our sovereignty and believe in free speech. I mean, look at these articles from today. And this is just some of them. I pulled a bunch out because it's just too obnoxious. You have a big anti-DeSantis article with their horrible anti-free speech law in Florida that we've been critical of day one. And it's the reason I said I went from liking DeSantis to not liking him. Again, regular listeners, when I'm being attacked on Twitter, when people call me an agent of Israel, they go, you must not be watching the show. Or they'll have some edited clip where I go, well, if Israel does go in, this is their only chance to actually defeat Hamas, carpet bombing. But I said, don't go in, it's a trap, and that's wrong. But that's not in the 14-second clip. 
because this is amateur hour by the people that just want to score political points that that, 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 that they are the holy ones. They are the ones that talk about nothing but Israel from sunup to sundown and then dream about it at night. I'm dreaming about a human future for everybody and beating the technocracy and the globalist. And Nick said that when he was here last December with Gay, uh, with Kanye West. Try to find the clip, and I'm not trying to attack Nick. I'm just getting my stuff up front because he's had plenty of shows and his show and, you know, and, and our shows to talk about it. Nick, I invited you here and then made sure you got booked on the other shows. How is that us, again, trying to suppress what you're saying? I agree with a lot of things Nick Fuentes says. I think he's a smart guy and a funny guy. Uh, I think he's a talented talk show host. But when you, again, pull back from this and and look at all the different angles, uh, he said, I think the exact quote was something like, why are you talking about things that don't matter, that nobody cares about, like the Bilderberg Group and Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum? They have diplomatic immunity and merged last year with the UN and tell the UN what to do and have the most power. When we saw the terrible images and the invasion into Israel and that mass murder and slaughter, including a bunch of liberal Jews that moved there that are pro-Palestine and want a uh, two-state solution or a one-state solution or think Israel should just totally integrate uh, with the Islamic world, see how that works if they do it, and that's just suicide. And I I was very critical because Hamas launched that big bloody attack. And then when Israel now has overreacted, I've said, this is terrible and is is a trap and is bad for everybody and the children don't deserve this. So what I say is a four-hour show every day. But anybody could take the last 20 minutes of me on air and you could edit this down to 10-second clips that make it sound like I'm saying something completely different. I'm on Steve Bannon Saturday with Eric Prince. Don't go in. It's a Chi-Com Iranian trap. They're going to activate their sleeper cells around the world. Then the globalists are going to use that to cancel the election. Israel needs to not destroy it. But Bannon says, well, could they go in? What will happen if they do to Eric Prince? And Prince said, well, it's not a good idea. It needs to not happen. And I said, yeah, the only way is to carpet bomb it all. And then you got to send in your first troops. They're going to be sacrificed because they got those tunnels. They're going to pop up behind them. I was, I was discussing military strategy. You know, like when I play a game, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm not actually... Uh, uh, Pac-Man, or I'm not actually Mario, brother. I'm, I'm playing a game in that scenario. Just like I said, what Hezbollah and, and Hamas could do around the world and, and how they could dump uh, toxic gases into the air conditioning vents on top high-rises, which is one of their admitted plans, I'm not saying they should dump chlorine gas down the high-rises. But you could take that clip from the other day where I walked through how they do it, because it was in the news, and I've been talking about it for a long time, when it wasn't in the news, you could say Jones is calling for dumping chlorine gas into uh, the air conditioning and and heating systems of high-rises. I did no such thing. So I don't do that kind of crap where I take things out of context and then then accuse somebody of what they haven't done. And and so that's where I stand on that. So it it should be an interesting discussion, but I, I really wanted to have this discussion in hopes of getting people to think bigger. Because I understand getting obsessed with one topic, and I've certainly done that off and on in in my 29 years on air. But if you don't see the big picture, you don't see it. In fact, case in point, Tyson Foods is arguably the largest meat packer in the United States. 
and they've got a lot of other products as well. And they've signed a billion-dollar deal with Bill Gates and a consortium to put into the breading on chicken, every, all those TV dinners you get, you name it, bug protein. And they've got deals with the Food and Drug Administration to just give insects a code number on the back so that you don't know you're eating dangerous bug chitin protein that's absolutely linked to cancer, strokes, and so many problems. What the hell does that have to do with Israel? I can't do four hours on Israel. I would jump off a cliff. I'm trying to stop our food supply from getting taken over by a bunch of damn bugs. You will eat the bugs. Now, that's what I'm talking about. So let me mention the news I've got here. <clears throat> Don't worry, we've got plenty of the World War III in Russia and plenty of the World War III in the Middle East and World War III in the East China Sea and the South China Sea and all the rest of it. And then we've got totally open borders and just record-breaking levels and all over Europe, record levels. Spain's Canary Islands under siege. There's 5,000 migrants arrive every few days. Uh, we've got uh, Hochul visits Israel wearing body armor she banned for New Yorkers. Unbelievable. Gavin Newsom's over there praising Xi Jinping and the Chai Coms, saying we got to ban all our gas cars when China makes the components for 90% of the electric cars. Unbelievable. Uh, we've got all these different lawyers turning against Trump and, and, and doing their struggle sessions uh, as, as part of it, saying Trump's guilty and Trump's evil in press conferences right out of the old Soviet Union or Maoist China. We got more hospitals saying that they're not going to tell you what drugs they put your kids on to destroy their gender. Uh, we've got uh, a bunch of news dealing with how the feds are pulling the 501c3 or tax exemption from Christian universities that have been around since the 40s or not letting them re-up them. Total discrimination, absolutely dangerous. Huge stack of news on that. Uh, we've got big developments uh, in Ukraine and, and the military strikes on both sides. You've seen Yuval Noah Harari come out and say the future's not human. We're making aliens on these different bases genetically engineered aliens, nanotech aliens, and we're going to merge with them and the rest of you are all going to die. So I thought I'd get together a clip of me going back decades ago explaining that all. So I've known what they're up to the whole time. I'm the first to expose it. just wanted to show you that we're talking about some big things here, the end of our species as we know it. And then where's all the fun for us all to kill each other anymore? Well, that's what the Carnegie Endowment believes in ending our species. They believe we're bad and they're going to build a new super species for themselves. I don't agree with the Carnegie Endowment. Uh, also... We're going to get into a whole bunch of other news with the speaker's race, uh, the economy, as you know, the head of Goldman Sachs has said it's in deep trouble. J.P. Morgan's head, Jamie Dimon, uh, has said it's in massive, massive trouble. could be worse than the Great Depression. I mean, we've got some serious, serious, serious news to cover here today. And I just want to remind listeners and callers, thank you for your support. I blew up at the end of the show yesterday. And I apologize to the caller, and I had a lot of frustration. I vented on the caller, but the caller didn't deserve. So I apologize to that caller. Uh, I ended up watching the clip this morning, and I had nothing to do with you. It's just my incredible frustration here with not having the funds to do the things I want to do with reporters or to even take care of our crew or that our crew hasn't gotten a bonus in almost two years or raises or anything because the Democratic Party has spent, now it's over, I said 19-plus million. Now, I got the new numbers. 
It's almost $21 million this year. We're only 10 and a half months in or almost 11 months in. That's where we are. Uh, and we've spent a couple million just keeping us on air, blocking them in court, dealing with the appeals. So they sell the lie that, oh, we're not paying them their money when we have the right to appeal. That goes on for years. And then a caller calls in and says, why didn't you send reporters with Owen? Why is Owen not getting paid while he's in prison for two months? Because we have a CRO appointed by the court that said because of bankruptcy rules, I guess his contract doesn't say if he's in jail, he gets paid. That's not me. I have control of the message. I don't have control of the finances. It's my job to get them in. And if we had more money in the budget, we could do things like that. But we barely have enough to operate because we're holding off all these millions they're spending a month. That's a couple million a month to try to shut us down. We have to spend hundreds of thousands a month to block that. And they try to make our lawyers quit. They try to get them disbarred. It's total war with the CIA. And, and, and so, yeah, you need to get products at InfoWarsStore.com. You need to get a copy of my book, Signed or Unsigned, as a fundraiser. Plus, it's a great book. You need to get Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. You need to get Brain Force Plus, 60% off right now. You need to get DNA Force Plus. They're incredible. You need to get InfoWars Platinum. does incredible things for your stamina, libido, energy, 1776, testosterone boost. It takes money to fight the new world order. Look what they're doing to Trump. So I just blew up uh, because the guy's calling in like I'm Superman and that I can get everything done. Next month, I'm putting up for sale my motorboat that's probably worth 30 grand and my car, okay? Because that's what the court wants to see. Fine. See, I'm out of gas, ladies and gentlemen. So go to InfoWarsStore.com. It's up to you whether we are able to continue and operate. And we're not shutting down next month or six months or probably even a year, but the clock's ticking up closer to that unless we get flooded with support. So don't take the show for granted and please share the articles, videos, and links. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk, everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is the Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Waging war on corruption. It's Alex Jones coming to you live from the front lines of the Info War. All right, we're about 40 minutes out from Nick Fuentes being in the studio. Look forward to that debate discussion. Please spread the word everywhere you can. People can tune in and hear a really thoughtful uh, debate. I think that's what's going to happen. Now, let's get into what's going on 
in the Middle East and in Ukraine and, and how that affects everybody around the world and how that affects you if you're an American or you're Canadian or you're Mexican or you're Australian or you're German or you're South African or you're Ugandan. Overhead shot, please. Trump warns U.S. is more vulnerable from inside terror attacks than ever. Yeah, we're not talking about 9-11 stuff. We're talking about, we're not talking about false flags. We're talking about real Hamas, real Hezbollah inside the country and their leaders saying that if Israel expands its war or goes into the ground war, they are going to start attacks here. And the government's going to love it because they'll get more power and control. They didn't get in trouble when they let 9-11 happen, bare minimum. Bare minimum, let it happen, knew it was happening, stood down like Pearl Harbor. It was wrong to stand down at Pearl Harbor and get our sailors and Marines killed. Doesn't mean I support Admiral Yamamoto or the Emperor. But that's the facts. And you can debate whether Israel stood down, looks like they did, but opening our borders, letting these people in, hundreds of thousands of military-age men in these Islamic groups here, millions and millions and millions and millions and millions, like 15 million, they estimate, come in the last 10 years to Europe, 90% are military-age men, or they were. Most of them are 20-something years old, and we've got video. Roll some of the B-roll of this is Europe, this is England, and it just shows people driving. I sent you the clip, and you just see hundreds of thousands of Islamists just lining the roads, just everywhere. And and they're unified, folks. And, and they think they're here to conquer the West. They say that's their goal. And that we will submit to Islam. Yeah, that's just some of the protest at grocery stores. Here, let me go to the list. I'll, I'll, I'll find what it is. We got like 40 clips. It'll take me a while to find it. But I've, I've got this OCD where I've got to have it now. I sent you the, I sent you the video and I said it was going to be the one we were going to play. Uh, the most important... Uh, I'll just have to read every headline on air, and then uh, we'll uh, find it. Number one clip is three-year-old clip of Alex Jones losing his cool at the start of COVID, issuing a warning of what is to come. Number two clip, 2015, RFK endorses Hillary. This is the kind of stuff I want to get to. Uh, Jesse Waters, uh, Biden paid $3 million for a beach house, claiming he had no money. Very important report. Hillary Clinton gets scorched earth after being interrupted. Uh, clip five, insect farm, largest facility to raise future food sources in the and a deal with Tyson Foods before she eat bugs. Uh, look what she found in her child's ketchup, a bunch of pills in Heinz ketchup. You know, what do you think uh, you're going to have happening with old John Kerry? Uh, that's who owns it. Uh, nice. Fox News uh, reporting important things. Dogs in Israel getting killed or hurt, not dead kids. Number eight, Israel doesn't intend for Palestinians to return to Gaza. They plan to send them uh, to the United States. I'm totally against that. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, this is Europe. It's clip nine. All right, that's clip nine. And, and we, I've got dozens of these of these clips, and, and it just goes on and on and on. We have been colonized. We have been set up. And the Islamists on any given day are raping, robbing, and looting. In, in many countries like Germany and Sweden, they're 10% of the population, but they're 90 plus percent of the rape and the robbery and the gun attacks and the hand grenade attacks. Even though guns and hand grenades are banned there, it's still happening. I'm sorry, it's what's going on. It's what's happening. Oh, why are you pro-Israel? What the hell does it have to do with Israel that I don't want all the Islamists being brought here and to make the squad not eight people, but a hundred in Congress? Israel wants to send him here. And I'm saying, no, no, no. But that's pro-Israel, according to everybody hates Israel 
crowd, just total mental illness. Sorry, I'm digressing. I got to one article and went off on a whole rant there. Would you like to hear the other videos I sent today to play? So Trump warns U.S. is it more vulnerable from inside terror attacks than ever? That's totally true. Donald Trump promises to halt all refugee resettlement in response to war in the Middle East. Yes. Poll, 50% of voters, that's the idiots they talk to, uh, it's hard to believe that's even that high, do not want refugees from Gaza in America. Uh, in America. Only 48%, only 52% are smart, 48% are idiots. Here's the clip. In fact, let's just play this clip. Israel doesn't intend for Palestinians to return back to Gaza. Israel intends to steal Gaza, right of return for them and their, as Israel, but not for the Palestinians to Gaza. And that's written by uh, Queens R. Maid, somebody that's anti-Israel. But I agree with the statement that Israel and, 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 and the left here as well are saying bring the refugees here when Israel destroys Gaza. No, I'm not for that. I'm against that plan. Hold, hold on, I'm getting a call. That's what we always say. Oh, okay, go against Israel trying to ship them here? Oh, yes, sir, Mr. Netanyahu, do that right now. But see, it's a little trick. Oh, you got a call. You're pro-Israel because you don't want to send the people here. How is that even logical? What does that even deal with? What, what world is that? It's not. It's not reality. Here's the clip. Let me be clear. There is no right of return. You all know this. The demand of returning millions of descendants of refugees is a demand to obliterate the Jewish people's right to self-determination. And this will never happen. So, distinguished council member, if the aim of these meetings is to remove the obstructions to solving this conflict, then here is one of the most fundamental obstructions, the perpetuation of Palestinian refugehood, both by the Palestinian Authority and, sadly, by this very organization, UNRWA. AOC and the Democratic Party wanting to bring the Islamic refugees here, if they're so safe and they're so sweet and they're so nice and they're so good, then Israel should take them. But obviously Israel isn't going to take them. And when you don't take them, when America doesn't take them, which we will, of course, if Biden has his way, the globals have their way, anybody that criticizes not wanting to bring them here will be called a racist by the ADL. I tell you what, I say we can bring the refugees here if they all have to stay at the ADL's house. If all the ADL members sign a pledge to take 10 refugees into their house and put 1,000 at their New York and D.C. facilities, if they take in 10,000 of them and then they house them and they pay for them at their houses, then we'll have a little discussion with the ADL about taking them in. But no, we're not going to take them in. It just continues on uh, from there. Biden administration explicitly approves of killing innocent civilians in Gaza. This is war. It is combat. It is bloody. It is ugly. And it's going to be messy. And innocent civilians are going to be hurt going forward. Well, when you have that argument, then you can say that that was war for Hamas. And so what if they killed civilians? This is called barbarism. And it's what we're all 
descending into. Now let's play uh, Qatar's emir calls for an end to Israel's barbaric bombing of Gaza and the collective punishment of an entire people. We do not accept double standards and acting like the lives of Palestinian children don't count as if they don't have faces or names. And again, I've been playing these clips since this happened of what the Arab leaders are saying is a lot of what they say makes sense. And that's why we're one side of for Israel. But we're not. And, and we don't then play this to prove we're good and can be patted on the head to, to prove ourselves to the white supremacist everybody. No, I'm not with you either. Let's be clear. I don't hate Jews because they're Jews. I don't hate Muslims because they're Muslims. I don't want the Muslims brought here because they're all signing up with the left, 95% of them, and saying they're going to conquer me. And if Israel wants them, they can have them. And if Qatar wants them, they can have them too. Oh, but they've all said they're not going to take them either. Why is that? Because they're used as a political football. I'll come back and play this clip when we come back. Stay with us. Where were you when humanity was fighting for its life? Where were you when the globalists were caught trafficking millions of children for sex slavery worldwide? Where were you when the New World Order was starting World War III with Russia? Well, I know where you are. You're watching and listening to InfoWars.com right now, and I salute you and thank you. And I want to encourage all of you who've been in this fight so long to realize we've reached the critical juncture in the battle now. And a key tool in that fight is the Great Awakening, defeating the globalists, and launching the next great renaissance. This is my second book, part two of The Great Reset and the War for the World. It's a longer book, a quite frankly, more powerful book. And just like the last book went to number one, it is up to you to send us to number one right now. This is a cultural fight against the globalists, and it funds the Info War. Get signed or unsigned copies of The Great Awakening right now at InfoWarsStore.com. I want to thank you all for your support, but this is a book everybody needs. Get your copy of The Great Awakening right now. My fellow patriots, the trifecta has not been in stock for years. Many of these products have been sold out for years, but we've not had all three of them at once together at InfoWarsStore.com for 40% off. This is your best opportunity at the lowest price to support the broadcast, but more importantly, experience DNA Force Plus, Real Red Pill Plus, and Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. All three of these products are back in stock right now for a limited time at 40% off. It would take me an hour to tell you about what's in DNA Force Plus or Real Red Pill Plus or Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, read about these products, find out why they're so game-changing, and get yours today. DNA Force Plus, Real Red Pill Plus, Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, all three back in stock. It's the trifecta sale, 40% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com, and it keeps us on air. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Live from the InfoWars.com studios, it's Alex Jones.
ولا تجاهل الاعداد المهوله ولا يجوز السكوت عن القصف الهمجي غير المسبوق الذي يتعرض له المدنيون في قطاع غزه All right so via our policy of showing all the different angles we play what the Russians are saying the Iranians are saying the Israelis are saying the Palestinians are saying the Qataris are saying and so uh, this is the sheikh uh, the emir of Qatar and I'm going to read to you from the close captioning for radio listeners um, so we get this on record what he's saying and I understand that this reflects what they're pushing Saudi Arabia is still trying to get the peace still started and that really is the answer let's continue it is not permissible to remain silent about the unprecedented barbaric bombing to which the civilians in Gaza are exposed. It is one of the most overcrowded places in the world and not ignore the numbers of innocent civilians, including women and children. We are against harming innocent civilians from any side, whatever their nationality is. But we do not accept double standards. And acting like the lives of Palestinian children don't count, as if they don't have faces or names, what is happening is extremely dangerous and tramples on all values and norms, on religious and worldly laws. We say enough is enough. Israel should not be granted an unconditional green light and unrestricted authorization to kill. It's unacceptable to ignore the reality of occupation and siege and settlements. And it should not be allowed in our time to cut off the water, medicine, and food as a weapon against an entire people. We want to ask those who are backing this war and those who are working on it, silencing any dissenting opinion, what is after the war? Will it bring security and stability to Israel and Palestine? And where would be the Palestinians go after that? So if you look at Saudi Arabia and Qatar and others, and I'm no big fan of the Saudis uh, in the past, and I'm still not a fan today, but they made a deal with Trump and they cut gas prices massively and they didn't get in the way of the U.S. oil exploration to make us number one. And they said, hey, we want to have golf courses and hotels and happy people and we want to move into the 21st century and we want a space program and, and we want to integrate and keep our culture but not take yours over. Now, you can say, well, don't trust them. Well, compared to Iran and some of these other groups, uh, they, they are really trying to put their money where their mouth is. And so I think that's encouraging. And Israel did in the 70s found Hamas to destabilize the Palestinian Authority and to make sure it never got off its knees and stayed destabilized. And I'm not anti-Israel to say that. I'm just pro-truth. Like when our government does bad, evil things, like founding Al-Qaeda in the late 70s and funding them all the way along and supporting them when they're attacking in Syria, I said that was wrong. And our media tried to keep it from the public that our government under Obama and the Arab Spring was funding Al-Qaeda and ISIS all over the world. Trump got in and tried to put a stop to it, and the Pentagon got caught lying to him about what was really going on in missions, and then he put a stop to it and let the Russians come in and clean them out. And then he got called a Russian agent. It's wrong to overthrow one of the most ancient civilizations in the world 
the Syrians, when they have been the most compatible and, and, and actually been an example of Islam, letting Christians and others live in peace. Egypt did that too. Egypt did probably the best job and was secular and was trying to build up its industry and farming and tourism and are good people. And Obama overthrew their government with the Arab Spring and the Muslim Brotherhood that backs Hamas. It's Hamas. The real name of the Hamas is Muslim Brotherhood, okay? And the real name of Hezbollah is Iran, which his name is Persian. I mean, I've had to study all the players and all the groups, and it's easy to just sit here and go, Muslims good, Israel bad, or Israel good, Muslims bad. There's all these factions. 60% of the Israelis want Netanyahu out, but he uses parliamentary control to stay in. And the group that wants him out is the Rothschilds and Yuval Noah Harari and the WEF. And I'm not saying Netanyahu's good, but I mean, that's a real fight going on internally with the Jews. So the truth takes a lot of research. The truth takes a lot of deep focus and understanding. Like, I don't support Russia invading Ukraine. I said it was a trap. But I know the West bragged that they overthrew the government nine years ago and started attacking Russian areas where it's 90% Russian or more and, and, and lured Putin into that because NATO was moving weapons in. And I don't say that because I'm a Russian agent, folks. I say it because it's the truth. And if Russia had troops on our borders and was doing all this, we would go to war with Russia. This is extremely dangerous. This is out of control. This needs to stop. And the left is allied in Europe and North America, Canada, the U.S., with the most virulent leftist communist leftovers of the Cold War. Because Russia was funding Hamas, was funding Hezbollah during the 60s, 70s, 80s, and so they are literally Soviet-era trained. That's why all their old weapons are Soviet. Now, Russia is supposedly not taking a side here, but they're saying what's happening is, 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 is wrong and needs to stop. And, and I've agreed with that. Russia changed its course to want to be an industrial, scientific, and farming power and wants to be free market. The globalists don't want to give Russia entry into the world market. Trump said, hey, I'll do business with you, just like he said, I'll do business with Kim Jong-un. Stop spending your money on weapons, and we'll build resorts and hotels and you know beautiful facilities. And the globalists said, no, you're not. So that's why I supported Trump on his economic plan. Trump really did a good job as a peacemaker, because why should we all just kill each other? But the globalists want destabilization. They want war. And that's my 35,000-foot or million-foot view, really, is of the whole picture. And my goal is to get people to see it. Do I like the media demanding total fealty to Israel and, and the Israeli lobby running around calling any American that doesn't submit to whatever current groups in power there is a Nazi? No, obviously. Is it a sign that whatever's seen as the establishment's hated, uh, that Israel's losing the propaganda war everywhere? Absolutely. That shows the establishment's everywhere. The people are sick of war. They're sick of the propaganda. They're sick of you know Fox News with a golden retriever saying, oh, look, it survived the Hamas attack to pull on heartstrings. We see through it. But that said, there's a larger issue here, and that's collapsing these countries and these regions to flood the West with groups the left controls that they can use to dominate and intimidate and bully us. 
And then you've got the counter-reaction to that with DeSantis and Governor Abbott passing laws and trying to pass laws in the case of Texas, where if you criticize Israel and say it doesn't deserve to exist, which is your right to say, you can be defunded, deplatformed, and even arrested. Not saying go kill Jews, but say, I believe Israel should be removed. Or even less than that, you are then getting kicked out of college. They're saying they're going to fire professors. I don't like those drooling communist socialist professors that love the Russia war, the Ukraine war, and love pedophilia and love censorship. But we don't become them because they're anti-Israel. We don't then join with that. So there's threats from every angle. All the major governments from the EU to the U.S. to Canada to Australia, New Zealand, they're all passing laws to end free speech. And I stand against that. And I stand against them forcibly putting GMO without telling us and nanotech and bug protein that's super toxic in our food. I stand for humanity. I stand for prosperity. And I'm fighting as hard as I can, and that's why they want me shut down. Because once you get the big picture, the globalists no longer can play us off against each other, and their power's broken. Hour number two coming up, Nick Fuentes' debate. i got a bunch of news I'm going to hit before he joins us. Please remember, and, and this is the absolute last day, because they successfully updated the shopping cart, uh, new and improved, uh, on those incredible sales up to 60% off on things like Brain Force Plus, the over-the-top nootropic, DNA Force Plus. There's a whole bunch of discounts. They will. You watch. This is the last day. I've extended it for like two weeks uh, because of a bunch of issues. But it ends today. Infowarstore.com. And my new book is now shipping. The Great Awakening Infowarstore. Last year, we put this book out. The Great Reset and the War for the World. It became a number one national bestseller. Now we've put part two out, and it's even thicker and more powerful. The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the second great renaissance. This is such a powerful book. It covers all the globalist plans, the latest developments, how to stop them, and then gives an alternate plan of a society we could build together. That's why it's The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening is happening right now. You can get signed or unsigned copies of the book at InfoWarsStore.com. This is a historic book. I want to thank you all for your support. This is next-level information, and it's a great way to not just support the broadcast, but inform yourself to the next level and share the book with friends and family. So whether you want one copy or multiple copies, go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. This is going to go to number one. I want to thank you for your support. It's a powerful book. Get yours now. Tyson Foods to bring bug-based protein to U.S. markets that were joining forces with world leader in insect ingredients. Hey, Jones, shut up. Get back to the attack in Israel or you're not a real man. <laughs> hey, the shots are killing 20 million people. They're trying to take over with the U.N. Treaty. <laughs> Did Jews tell you to say that? You didn't talk about Israel. Every word out of your mouth got to bash Jews in Israel 24-7. You're not a real man. Let's talk when we have yay in there for three hours about Hitler and how great he is. I said, okay, so you said Hitler's great 25 times. Can we move on to some other subjects? No, I just love Hitler because it's so thrilling. Like, look how good I am. I love Hitler. I, I'm on the other side. Yeah, you're on the other side. British intelligence funded and created Hitler. 
But I want to play two clips here. This is uh, first a lady in Texas taking over the mic at one of these Islamic events. And uh, I think she makes a good point. And then we've got the clip of the Queen of Jordan talking about her concerns about the murder of children. This is in English. I believe the clip I sent you is, so I don't have to uh, subtitle it and uh, read it all to you. Then we're going to go to break and come back with uh, what they're doing to Trump and how they've uh, got these struggle sessions going on. Guys, do we have the clip? I know I sent it to you. I didn't see it on the list. Maybe it's there. Struggle sessions and the gulags are here now, right on schedule. I, I think we have uh, that. A clip 20, yes. Yeah, so we're going to have that coming up. This is big, folks. I mean, watching these lawyers, what do you expect? Turn on Trump and make stuff up is unbelievable. So here are these clips, and we'll be right back. I proclaim the name of the Lord Jesus Christ over the capital of Texas. I stand against Islam and the false prophet Muhammad. Islam will never dominate the United States, and by the grace of God, it will not dominate Texas. Describe to you the depth of the grief, the pain, and the uh, the shock uh, that we are feeling here in Jordan. All of us are united in this grief, regardless of our origin. Uh, we are just just can't believe the images that we're seeing every single day coming out of Gaza. We're going to bed uh, seeing those images and waking up to them. You know, I don't know how to, you know, as a mom, we've seen uh, Palestinian mothers who've had to write the names of their children on their hands because the chances of them being shelled to death, of their bodies turning into corpses are so high. I just want to remind the world that Palestinian mothers love their children just as much as any other mother in the world. And for them to have to go through this is just unbelievable. And equally, I think the people all around uh, the Middle East, including in Jordan, we are just shocked and disappointed by the world's reaction to this catastrophe that is unfolding. In the last couple of weeks, we have seen you know, a glaring double standard uh, in the world. When October 7th happened, the world immediately and unequivocally uh, stood by Israel and uh, its right to defend itself and condemned uh, the attacks that happened. But when we, what we're seeing the last couple of weeks, we have, we're seeing silence in the world. Um, you know, the countries have stopped just expressing concern or acknowledging the casualties, but always with a preface of declaration of support uh, for Israel. And, you know, are we being told that it is wrong to kill a family, an entire family at gunpoint, but it's okay to shell them to death? I mean, there is a glaring double standard here, and it is just shocking to the Arab world. This is the first time in modern history that there is such human suffering, and the world is not even calling for a ceasefire. So the silence is deafening, and to many in our region, it makes the Western world complicit, you know, um, through their support and through the cover that they give Israel, that it is just uh, its right to defend itself. Many in the Arab world are looking at the Western world as not just tolerating this, but as aiding and abetting it. And this is just uh, horrendous, and, and it's deeply, deeply disappointing to all of us.
countries, foreign and domestic. It's Alex Jones. So now we've seen three of Trump's lawyers at least that we now know have turned state's evidence in Georgia in the kangaroo case there where Trump's not supposed to question the election. And they've also been talking to Jack Smith in the D.C. railroading uh, operation that's also going on. So now Jenna Ellis has pled guilty and part of the communist struggle session or truth reconciliation that communists do in China and South Africa and in the old Russian system is they then come out and denounce those who have not pled guilty. It's unbelievable. We know from Cheeseboro that Trump never told them to go to Georgia and try to go look at the computers and check and see if there was fraud. And we now know there was fraud with illegals voting and people that were dead uh, supposedly voting. So this is a struggle session. The gulags are now live, Jack Posobiec tweeted. Amazing how lawyers who know the law advise Trump and then turn around and blame him for taking their advice. Here she is in her struggle session in front of the court. That's the clip 20. As an attorney who is also a Christian, I take my responsibilities as a lawyer very seriously, and I endeavor to be a person of sound moral and ethical character in all of my dealings. In the wake of the 2020 presidential election, I believed that challenging the results on behalf of President Trump should be pursued in a just and legal way. I endeavored to represent my client to the best of my ability. I relied on others, including lawyers with many more years of experience than I, to provide me with true and reliable information, especially since my role involved speaking to the media and to legislators in various states. What I did not do, but should have done, Your Honor, was to make sure that the facts the other lawyers alleged to be true were in fact true. In the frenetic pace of attempting to raise challenges to the election in several states, including Georgia, I failed to do my due diligence. I believe in and I value election integrity. If I knew then what I know now, I would have declined to represent Donald Trump in these post-election challenges. I look back on this whole experience with deep remorse. For those failures of mine, Your Honor, I have taken responsibility already before the Colorado Bar who censured me. And I now take responsibility before this court and apologize to the people of Georgia. Thank you. All right. So there you go. And then meanwhile, ex-chief of staff Mark Meadows granted immunity, tells special counsel he warned Trump about 2020 claims. So they all said that they thought it was stolen. Of course, there was overwhelming evidence that there was. And then now... They are completely turning against him. And we know that they manipulated thousands of news stories that would make Biden look bad under FBI direction. Total election meddling, totally illegal. They manipulated the Google, Facebook, Twitter algorithms, Apple algorithms. All of that's confirmed. Congressional hearings, testimony, government documents with CIA emails saying this is illegal. We shouldn't be doing this. But then if you question the election and have alternate electors, something Democrats have done over and over again, going back to Jack Kennedy and Barack Obama, 
you get indicted. And, and, and look, I saw it in the sentencing document of Owen Troyer. He's now in federal prison in Louisiana. That's how real this is. You say it's only two months. It sets the precedent. And the judge said, you are still saying, and they listed an August and, and, and May comments. You are still saying the election was stolen, so we're throwing your ass in prison. Where is the ACLU? Where's the Lawyers Guild? Where's Amnesty International? Where's the press defending itself? They've been bought and paid for. And now Google last week and all the rest of the corporate giants, Silicon Valley, they cut their deal to push mainstream media because they don't need them anymore. And mainstream media might get its senses sometime and actually do investigative reporting again. They used to do occasional good work, but they've destroyed the corporate media by getting them to be their lapdogs, getting them to lie, so they fully discredited themselves. The only thing less popular than Congress with like a 9% approval rating is the mainstream media with a 7% approval rating on average in huge scientific polls. They are hated. They are loathed. They are deceivers. They manipulate. They twist. So think how big a deal that is. Meanwhile, it's not just the big corporations coming after our free speech. And we'll talk more about this coming up. It's now the right wing in Florida and Texas passing laws or trying to pass laws in the case of Texas. Ron DeSantis orders University of Florida to shut down pro-Palestinian group providing law against anti-Semitism, close quote. That is illegal, and that's dangerous as hell. Oh, but when the Islamists go block cars and pull white men out of them, that's okay. When they burn down cities, it's okay by the left. But then the right wing says, oh, but we're going to kick them out of college or arrest them because of their speech. That is absolutely un-American and is disgusting. All right, I'm going to go to break a little bit early. I wouldn't even go to break, but we got to get Nick Fuentes in here and get him seated and get him ready. That'll take a few minutes, get the cameras all aimed and the rest of it, get ourselves ready, and uh, then we will uh, start this debate and discussion with him. Vladimir Solyov, who is the top, hands-down, Russian broadcaster, he's like the Tucker Carlson over there, uh, is going to be joining us in the fourth hour. I will be conducting the interview, and I thought you should hear from the Russians. I'll be called a traitor. They'll call for my arrest all over the news. Obviously, Russia is against the Israeli bombardment of Gaza, but that's okay because we're giving you all the sides here, all the angles. Are you noticing? That's how we're different. We, we believe you should be able to make your decision. I'll give you my opinion, my view, but then I will also go to all the other issues that are there. So we're going to go to break early. And then we're going to come back in about five minutes. Usually the breaks are two minutes or four minutes, but a little bit longer, a little promo videos. And then we're going to go into this in depth. Thank you so much for joining us. Remember, the only way InfoWars reaches more people is you tell folks about the local AM and FM stations that you're listening to or local TV stations that carry us and cable stations. We have a huge audience there. The enemy can't stand it. Also, you can tell people about InfoWars.com forward slash show, but you can't promote that URL. Most places is blocked. So madmaxworld.tv takes you to man.video and the live feeds and the archives and hundreds of other censored people. That's all at infowars.com forward slash show and band.video. 
And so be sure and check all that out. Remember, when you get excited, because you're the dog, not the tail. I'm the tail. When you get excited and you promote links, you promote articles, you tell people, hey, the one that must not be named is live right now at madmaxworld.tv. And you go there and you click on the Alex Jones link and you'll see the, the link to share off that page of the live show feed. Just go to band.video, but go there via madmaxworld.tv. That's the, you go there, it's all the same site, but different URL. And then you'll see the Alex Jones show up in the corner. Click on that. You'll see the live show feed. Send them that link. Send them that link. Let's do this right now. Let's go to Band.Video, front page. Band.Video for people live on air. We'll do this. And then you look right up there in the corner. It says the Alex Jones show. Click on that in the left-hand corner. It doesn't normally do that. Let's We'll take our time here, as long as it takes. We're going to do this together today. Let's go back to uh, Video front page. Now let's click on the Alex Jones show right there in the left-hand corner. Boom. You send them that URL. When you click that link, that's the URL you send because all our previous shows are there and clips and highlights and everything is there under it. But the live show is right there. And that's the URL. And in the past, they were banning our URLs after a few months. They haven't banned that one in like six months. They do again. We'll have a new one. But right now, it's MadMaxWorld.tv. All right, we're going to go to break. We're going to come back with Nick Fuentes. And we're going to, uh, I guess, have a debate. And his view is, I'm pro-Israel, which from the beginning is, is a straw man. I am pro-human life, anti-technocracy, a human supremacist. But we're going to have a lot of fun, and we're going to get into it all. And I appreciate him coming here on short notice. Uh, So we'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we cannot just oppose the globalists and their operations. Yes, it's important to expose them, to track their criminal operations, their depopulation, their pedophilia, their satanic agenda. But we also need to then offer our own agenda or our own plan for the future. Unlike them, we're not going to make people via totalitarian systems follow our agenda, but we should promote an alternate agenda to what they're doing. So in this book that came out in 2022, there came a number one worldwide bestseller, The Great Reset and the War for the World. We lay out the enemy's own statements, their own plans. It is the blueprints to the Death Star. And that book is available signed or unsigned at InfoWarsStore.com. But now we're talking about the new book, The Great Awakening, the Great Awakening, defeating the globalists and launching the next great renaissance. And that's what this book does. It is 400 pages long. I would say that 60% of it is the latest enemy operations and how they're operating and what makes them tick and how to stop them. But then 40% or so is what we can build, different ideas, different different systems to counter the dystopia that they are setting up. Now, we're going to send this to number one. You're going to send this to number one. They are so pissed about this book. They're already attacking it. But I want to encourage all of you to go to InfoWarsTore.com and get a signed copy that's a fundraiser to keep us on air and a historical memento. And also get unsigned copies to give to your friends, your family, and your neighbors. Because this book is a major piece of history. So you're going to be a teenager on an allowance 
And that's just the beginning, the social credit score, the ESGs. Chapter 5, the eternal war of tyrants. Chapter 6, the war machine. Chapter 7, the deep state makes its move. Chapter 8, the education of Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan, and others. That's the big inside baseball section. Very powerful. Chapter 9, Jeffrey Epstein. Rinfield of the globalists, Draculas, but even worse because they prey on their own children. They murder their own children and drink their blood. Totally proven. I name names. You cannot make this up. Chapter 10, the COVID lies and deception. Chapter 11, selling your soul to Hollywood and the CIA. Chapter 12, combat tactics for victory. Chapter 13, the final battle. Conclusion, how you know you're winning and more. The Great Awakening, exclusively available at InfoWarsTore.com. A piece of history, funding the resistance and getting a great tool to further empower yourself, inform yourself, and wake up friends, family, neighbors. Get your copy, signed or unsigned, right now at InfoWarsTore.com. And I thank you for all your support. We are all part of The Great Awakening. There are, of course, those who do not want us to speak. We think, just let me think. I suspect even now, orders are being shouted into telephones and men with guns. Alex Jones first predicted the September 11th attack on the World Trade Center. You've got an element of the FBI and these war game scenarios where they can remote control a 747 and they're going to crash it into the World Trade Center. While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, InfoWars tells you the truth about what's happening next. Visit InfoWars.com forward slash show and share the link today. Broadcast today. We're talking to naughty people. Nick Fuentes here with us for the next hour and 38 minutes. And then the top Russian broadcaster, Putin's buddy, joins us. How dare us actually hear what the Russians have to say. We're going to be evil Americans and exercise our free speech here in the balance of the broadcast until 3 p.m. Central today. And then Owen Schroyer is back to host the war room. Oh, sorry, he's in federal prison for being peacefully on the Capitol grounds on January 6th and trying to stop people going into the building. Uh, there's not tyranny in America. So Nick Fuentes is here, AmericaFirstFoundation.org, on Rumble at Nick J. Fuentes, and he joins us here. Nick, I appreciate you coming on short notice. Yeah, great to be here. Thanks for having me. I will shake hands with the baby <laughs> Hitlers. <laughs> I had some fun with that. Yeah, no, that was good. That was funny. I said on Twitter, though, I think it got me banned. I said, I'm really more like young Hitler or Hitler Jr. <laughs> Which is a joke, too. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. I've been talking quite a bit about you in the last hour and 
20 minutes, probably 20 minutes of the last hour and a half was you. So till we go to break in uh, like five minutes, you've got the floor. Go ahead. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, I did watch uh, your show today and I watched your show yesterday and on Saturday I saw you call me out uh, and I said about you that you believe in these conspiracy theories about 9-11, about mass shootings. But you said that Israel did not blow up that hospital on Friday, but it was the Palestinians. And I said that that's interesting because, I mean, to me, directionally, we know that Israel does this sort of thing all the time. They blow up hospitals, schools, mosques. And so, and he's, he's going somewhere else here, but, um, but so I think it's, okay, just, I am like, where's this guy going? Um, and so to me, I say, well, it's far more obvious that Israel attacked the hospital, not the Palestinians. And I think it's coming out from the mainstream media. They don't want that Israel attacked that hospital because it's pissing off and incensing all the Muslims in the region, which puts Israel in a bad situation. So You know, for me, I'm thinking that the big problem going on is that Israel should not be permitted to level Gaza. And it's not just because of the Palestinian human rights. It's also because it's against America's interest. And I've seen on your show, you focus on the refugee issue that the Palestinians are pouring in and Muslims are coming into the United States or Europe. But in every case where there's massive amounts of refugees coming in, it's because Israel is up to their usual tricks doing these wars in Iraq, Syria, Libya, and now in Palestine. And, you know, just to put it simply and shortly, I'm America first like you. I actually think we agree on a lot. I'm not necessarily pro-Muslim or pro-Israel. I'm pro-America. I identify the two American interests in this conflict as one, no refugees, not a single one. And two, we can't go to war with Iran and be dragged into a larger global conflict. Now, if you believe that those two things are vital American interests, you have to support that Israel be restrained in their approach in Gaza, because the more intense Israel's ground war is in Palestine, the more refugees there's going to be, and the more intense their operation in Palestine, the higher the risk of a intervention by Hezbollah, and then therefore that the conflict escalates and widens and includes Iran, which would then necessarily include the United States. So I think the America First position is actually to support Palestinian statehood and consequently to fall on the side of the Palestinians in this one. And I think that's where we disagree. Uh, yeah, I think granting them statehood, Israel's not going to let that happen. And so that's going to start World War III. But up until that point, I agree with about 95% of what you said. Yeah, and I think we agree for the most part. Okay, but you, you just said in the clip we had, I'm not going to, well, we'll keep going. It's your time. Sure. Um, so the thing that I've noticed about conservatives is this. I this is my perspective because, and I just want to clarify. I don't think you're dishonest. I don't. I, I don't think I've accused you of lying or anything like that. I've said on my show we have a disagreement. I think we have a fundamental disagreement. Um, but what I've noticed is that a lot of conservatives there's really like two acceptable positions right now, and one acceptable position is that you're pro-Israel and you see these guys like Shapiro and Levin and. Uh, Prager and the usual suspects, and they all want us to go and give Israel all our money and send our aircraft carriers, and we have to support the moral case for Israel. And then on the other side, the other acceptable position is you can be anti-Palestinian, where you maybe don't talk so much about Israel or the Zionist influence, and instead you say, well, the problem here is these domestic protests with Muslims, and that Hamas is like BLM, and that Hamas doesn't actually hate Israel, they just hate white people, like the left. And to me, I look at these two acceptable positions, and they're sort of the same. It's like, heads I win, tails you lose. 
You can either be pro-Israel or anti-Palestine, but you can't be in this position where you say I'm pro-America, and, and actually that means that I'm, I'm actually a little more anti-Israel in this case than I am anti-Muslim. And so that's where I'm coming from. I want to be the guy that says, you know, I'm, I'm actually more offended by the Zionist infiltration of America. doesn't mean I support mass Muslim migration, but that's, to me, the bigger urgency. Muslims haven't taken over America. Zionists have. So uh, that's where I'm coming from, and I, I just think maybe we disagree on that. All right. Nick Fuentes, AmericaFirstFoundation.org on Rumble. Nick J. Fuentes will come back. I'll respond for a few minutes uh, to what you just said. We continue on with our topics, and then hopefully we were able to do this with Yay. We can get some towards the end some other topics. Because, see, I, I just don't just focus on Israel. I, I'm not saying you do that, but some people do, and it, I, I'm really sick of it. We'll be right back. Stay with us. So many people say to me, Alex, please stop being so negative. Well, for me, admitting I've gotten a rotten tooth and going in a root canal is not negative. It hurts. It stinks. It's got pus coming out of it. I go to the doctor, they fix it. That's not negative. I'm not living in denial. And so think of globalism as being hidden as an infection that we didn't feel yet, but now it's come to the surface. That's actually a positive thing. And so, yeah, Trump did overall a great job. They stole the election. We can't get down about that. We have forced them out in the open. So now they're trying to suppress us because they know they've been exposed. They're scared. That's why instead of saying, oh, we're a bunch of losers, look what happened. No, we're a bunch of winners. They're trying to suppress us. Let our light of truth shine and tell everybody what's happening. Your own website, your own show, my show, other articles, other videos. Just keep sharing however you can and realize we're in an information war. We're going to win this together. And the fight starts at InfoWars.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Vladimir Sulyov, the top Russian broadcaster, joins us coming up fourth hour. From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. So, I'm worried about technocracy. I'm worried about the New World Order globalist WEF stated plan to make humans obsolete. You've all know Harari. The future is not human. And they're rolling their plan out. They mean business. And I get the debates and the different perspectives of people that are worried about the Israeli lobby and see what Israel's doing and get sick of it. I understand that perspective. Then I see Israel, though, is a very diverse country, uh, just like Justin Trudeau, only gets 23% of the vote. Uh, Netanyahu is getting like 30-something. Uh, so there's a fight there. It's like America. I mean, here's a perfect example. We've got leftist groups in Chicago, New York, Miami going to kosher grocery stores and just screaming and yelling and saying shame on any Jew or other people coming in and out of there, workers. Whereas I actually know the numbers. I'd have to say... 50% of Jews, at least in America, are actually pro-Palestinian. And you've seen like ADL workers out pulling down signs of the, 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 the Jewish people that have been held hostage. And you see the Washington Post saying they're not hostages, they've been detained. So what I'm saying is there's a larger calculus here where the globalists of the UN are bringing in all these Muslims, they're organizing them to be socialist, communist, and, and to join the leftist parties, where it's, whether it's the Democratic Party here or the Labor Party in the UK, 
And I see their power really rising and, and them joining with the left. Now, I've seen a few good spots like Dearborn where they said, you know, we're, we're, we're right wing, we're pro-America, we're not going to put up the LGBT flag, uh, we're going to put up the American flag. And, and I see them saying, hey, Muslims protesting, saying we're not going to have, you know, drag queen pedophile time at our schools. So I don't hate Muslims either. I just see them as a, billions of people that main religion says we're going to take you over. And then I see them ally with the left, and boy, I see that combination. I'm like, woo! So I didn't get a call, as you guys like to say, and like, you have two acceptable things. Be pro-Israel to the hilt and say murder all of the Palestinians, or you can just bash the Palestinians. I'm saying, like AOC saying, she's going to bring them here. I'm like, no, you're not. So that's not me taking the... Ex- oh, hold on. What am I supposed to say now, Netanyahu? Yes, sir. I mean, that is my legit... I'm against open borders, period. I'm on record, uh, Nick, so... There, I just took like a minute and a half. You can now respond. Yeah, I just think that the, uh, you know, this dialectic that you're talking about, it's true that there's factionalism in Israel. It's true that there's factionalism in Jewry, but they are all on the same team fundamentally. And we know this because ADL. I'm going to center the camera. When I get up, it's not, you're not bad. Just, okay. Go ahead. Um, So the ADL, which you mentioned, they've had some of their employees tearing down these posters, but then the ADL fired them. Jonathan Greenblatt went on MSNBC and he demanded that they fire some of their pro-Palestinian commentators, which MSNBC then did. Now, a couple months ago, there was a big dispute between some of these right-wing Zionist Jews and the ADL. And people like myself and Keith Woods said the ADL is a problem because it's a Jewish group that's clearly controlling speech on social media. You know, Greenblatt goes and brags and says he's got a line in with YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and he tells them what to ban and what not to ban. We said, so we should get rid of the ADL. Then all these Zionist Jews come in and say, well, the problem isn't the ADL. They said the ADL has a noble mission, which is to fight anti-Semitism. They said the problem with the ADL is that they attack people that are pro-Zionist. And so in other words, the right-wing Jews, they don't really have a problem that a Jewish group controls speech. They have a problem that there's friendly fire sometimes. Because now, fast forward a month later, And all the Zionist critics of the ADL and the ADL are on the same side supporting Israel. And Shapiro, who was criticizing the ADL like the ZOA did a year ago, he's now retweeting the ADL. And the ADL's on MSNBC saying, you got to fire all your pro-Palestine commentators. And so I'm a guy that's looking at this dialectic where you're either part of a Zionist right or you're part of this Jewish left and I'm in the middle saying that I'm an America first Christian and I don't want to be influenced by Zionists or by atheist liberal Jews at the ADL. Um, so, you know, and that's why I say there's this false dialectic that's being given, which you say you're not participating in. But again, there's a lot of people they want to focus on. And I I watch your show. You focus on the Muslim immigration and you say, well, they're sending them to America. But there's Muslim refugees being created by Israel's wars. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, and the head of the ADL promotes open borders. So, so let's shift gears. Just because some of these groups have agendas doesn't mean when I have an agenda of not having open borders and bringing in new Democrat voters that are brainwashed against the country, that's my perspective, and it isn't through the lens that you're saying. So, so let's expand on that. The ADL is, along with the Southern Poverty Law Center, creates the curriculum on record, it's come out in Congress, that teaches in schools, we're talking fifth graders, first graders, that it's inherently bad to be white and you have an original sin and you're bad. Well, that's like Hitler saying you're bad because you're Jewish. So when I said 
the head of the ADL is the closest thing to Hitler I've seen. Not that people go, oh, you're saying he's a Nazi. How ridiculous. No, I'm saying China is very race-based. So I've said Xi Jinping and his policies are pretty close to Hitler. And then when the ADL is out teaching that Christians and Catholics are inherently bad and that critical race theory to first graders, teaching them that they're bad because of their color is incredible child abuse, but they're also on the left trying to teach kids they're another gender to cut their genitals off and sterilize them. So, and you're bad kids because the earth's dying and they show them videos of polar bears that can't swim, which isn't true, and say they're all dying even though their numbers are up five times. It's humans are bad, humans are ugly, you're all guilty, white people are the worst of all the groups, uh, and, you know, all this crap. And then I'm literally, when they have, you know, ADL galas, brother, they ain't talking about you. They're calling for my arrest. And they're behind the law firms trying to, like, $20 million this year they spent trying to shut us down. It's in the federal filings. Okay, okay. So, so let me tell you, the proof's in the puddings, okay? They are literally bashing and attacking, and their main target is me and Trump. And Trump's like pro-peace the Middle East. He's got Jewish grandkids. He doesn't hate Jews, but he's not going with whatever this larger globalist agenda is. So I'm saying what's going on in Israel is the 10,000-foot view, but when you pull up even higher, I'm against war against Russia, and I believe the, the, the West started war with Russia. Well, Russia's pro-Palestinian. So you see, oh, now I'm supporting the Russians that are pro-Palestinian. Now I'm pro-Palestinian. No, I'm anti-nuclear war. So I have a very, quite frankly, sophisticated understanding of dialectics. And, and maybe, maybe it's over people's heads. I'm not trying to be arrogant. And so you know, tell me how I communicate this properly to people. Uh, but uh, I'm sure as hell not getting a call. And I'm not part of the group that's controlled. I literally see Jews as diverse people. Uh, I see all these groups as diverse people, and I'm really trying to get people to say, hey, let's get bugs off the menu. Let's not cut the the, the coal power plants off. Uh, let's not tell kids they're inherently evil because of what color they are. I'm opposing the globalist agenda, whoever's behind it. That's just it, though. I mean, the thing is about Jews is that what defines them is they reject Jesus Christ, whether they're liberal atheists or they're religious Jews. They don't believe in Jesus. And the only reason for what it's worth that I said that you got the call in sort of a glib way is because after Ye and I appeared on your show, you went on Steve Crowder two days later and said that me and Kanye were gay for Hitler. And you went on this rant about how much you hate Hitler and said that, you know, we fetishize Hitler and all this sort of stuff. And it just seemed to me it came across like damage control. Now, maybe that was- I love Hitler. I mean, maybe you don't fetishize him, but yeah, I mean, was drooling over him. Well, I think that uh, he likes the controversy. And at the same time, there's a lot of people that are fascinated with Hitler. Michael Jackson was fascinated with Hitler. John Kennedy was fascinated. Uh, no, I mean, I mean evil can be fascinating. Here's the deal. When I said to him, hey, my dad's dad was in Italy and in Germany during and after the war, and it shook him to his core. He'd never talk about it. But then later we read letters he'd written, and after he died— and, and, and I mean, literally, we're talking piles of dead bodies as far as you can see. Disease, war, mass murder. And, and I said, hey, my grandfather's, he was like, your grandfathers don't know anything. So I, I just, it, it's like a skin in the game. I reject the ADL saying America's Hitler, and if Christians don't do what we say, you're Hitler. Screw the ADL, screw that guilt. But it does, at the same time, I've actually done a study. This is one of the latest books. I didn't bring this in because you're here. Hitler Speaks, a series of political conversations with Adolf Hitler on his real names. Nick, how many books you written or read by Hitler or about Hitler? 
I haven't read books. I'm not a Hitler fetishist. I've read about, well, so here I am saying I'm a Hitler fetishist. No, I wanted to understand who Hitler was. I've read probably 200 books on Hitler. And, I, and I've read what the Germans that were, why do you think the German high command tried to kill him in 1943 and 44? Tell me. Because he was out of control and going to kill everybody and ended up killing 22 million Germans and 28 million Russians. But is that why Hitler is canceled today for that reason? Or because I mean, Hitler Jews? was a messianic maniac that thought he was God. He was anti-Christian. I think, though, that people don't like him today because he was anti-Jewish. I mean, because if you're saying that the... No, he yeah. saw them as the main competitive group, and he thought they were in control, and he wanted to be numero uno. But, 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 but just... So, I mean, what do you think the world would be like under, under Hitler's view today? Most of us would be dead. I mean, I'd be here, but, but, you know. But I'm not arguing for Hitler. I think what both Ye and I were expressing is that there is this Jewish control matrix, which puts Hitler in a special category. He wasn't the only dictator. He wasn't the only one who had concentration camps in the war. He no, it's true. I mean, Andrew Jackson's br- sister and brother died in a British concentration camp. Yeah, and Eisenhower ran concentration camps against the Germans, and we interned the Japanese, and, and on and on. That's but, right. Eisenhower committed a real crime. He probably starved four million Germans to death. Yeah, and you know, because you're, you're an expert, so, you, I mean, you understand this. But Hitler's in a special category because the Holocaust narrative is what casts a shadow over the entire American political landscape. And, you know, we have to talk about Jewish power right and left. You can say F the ADL. But would you say F the ZOA, the Zionist Organization of America, with Mort Klein? You know, I get Jews thinking they deserve it. Israel's tiny. And I, and, I, and, I, and I know a lot of Jews that are really nice, smart people, and, and they're not going anywhere. They have nuclear weapons. And so I'd like to see the wars end. I'd like to see, see it not be a football issue. And so I, I'm a realist, too. Israel's not going anywhere. And, and, and the Arab countries won't take the people out of the West Bank or Gaza because they want to keep the thing going. So, yeah, I mean, it's true. I don't honest guy. And you do have a sophisticated worldview for 20, 30 years, even putting that out. And that's why I've always been a fan of yours. I think where we disagree is that you see some some benefit to allying with these Zionist Jews. And I'm against both the right and the left wings of Jewry in the world. I think that they're both toxic. I'm well, well, let's be clear. I've been smart enough when the ADL attacks me and these groups do to not then blame all Jews. They get, you know, the ADL is getting record contributions right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Yeah. They go out and stir up stuff and put bad agendas with Jews name on it to get attacked, to get more money. So, so I'm not allied quote with whatever group you're saying. Zionists. I think you, well, because when you say that they're after, when you say the world economic forums after Netanyahu and Israel's diverse and, it's true. Soros and the ADL are against Netanyahu. I don't think that makes Netanyahu good. I don't think that makes the Zionist good. Okay, well, let's just be clear. That's what we're getting at. Israel's a 10,000-foot view. The, you were on the show or you responded to it. Can you quote it? Because I don't remember. You said Alex needs to focus on Zionism and this and that, not on Bilderberg and things that don't matter. Brother, they're making, they're calling the shots. I mean, they are the, I'm not trying well, to, I think that's where the disagreement lies, because you put the blame at the feet of Klaus Schwab and Bilderberg as an institution. And the and, and, and BlackRock, which should feed into your thing. He's Jewish. Larry Fink. Exactly. That's what but, I'm but, saying. Okay, well, that's the top of the pyramid. Yeah, and and Larry Fink is Jewish, and Larry Fink has responded to Yeah, but, but to this I mean, with, Klaus Schwab's the grandson and son of top, the number three Hitler's dude. I mean, it, I'm telling you, the top man, it's not Jew anything. It's 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 dehumanization. 
I mean, you listen to Yuval Noah Harari literally saying humanity's over, we're scum, we're nothing. It, it sounds, Hitler was saying kill most groups, which was bad. The, uh, Harari says we're all done. I, I mean, that's like Hitler 10.0. Yeah. Well, and I, I think the transhumanist thing is fashionable, but when you talk about Bilderberg, one of the members of the steering committee is Jewish. One out of the two of the co-chairs of the steering committee is And Jewish. go through that. I'll give you the floor and I'm going to shut up. But I'll, I'll give you the rest of the segment. we got eight minutes. But respond to me. You said, oh, why is he focusing on stuff that, that doesn't matter? And after the exact quote, isn't powerful. Let me tell you, the WF and the Bilderberg group, I mean, they are calling these shots. And, and they don't like Netanyahu for whatever reason. I think because like Trump, he's trying to set his own thing up. Go ahead. I'll shut okay, up. Yeah. So, so our disagreement back then is I said that you tend to focus. Oh, I got an earpiece in my ear. Okay. I'm going to get a fresh cup of coffee. I'm listening to every word. I'm not disrespecting okay. leaving here. All right, yeah, that's ahead. cool. You're uh, hosting right now. Yeah. Hey, baby Hitler hosts the show. <laughs> There's your headline. The host, yeah. In fact, I resign, Nick. You're the new host. <laughs> How would you like that? The Nazi takeover of. No, <laughs> of course not. No, I'm America first. But. Uh, well, he can hear me in the earpiece, but the difference of opinion is where the true seat of power actually is. And the Bilderberg Group and the World Economic Forum, these are institutions which host multinational companies and representatives from governments. So Bilderberg does not, in my opinion, have any real power. The power is the people that attend Bilderberg. The World Economic Forum doesn't have power. The power lies in the people that attend the World Economic Forum. You know, what is the World Economic Forum? It's a it's a meeting of 3000 multinational corporation leaders and government officials. The power rests in those people. And like Alex said, the technocrats, the planners. Now, when you look at the demographics of who those people are, the top hedge fund managers, the people that are running the major companies and Larry Fink of BlackRock, there's a large Jewish representation. There's a huge overlap between the people that attend Bilderberg and by the way, the people that donate to Benjamin Netanyahu's prime minister campaign in Israel. And I think that the transhumanist sort of thing, when people talk about the Carnegie Endowment and the State Department civil society stuff, I think that that's basically a deflection from the fact that the character of all these people, I mean, their early life section, they all happen to be Jewish. And the real evil in the world, as we know, is the antithesis of God. It's the devil. So who's the antithesis of God and the devil, it's the Antichrist. And you look around the world at who are the people that are on the side of good. You know, if, if in a spiritual dimension it's God versus the devil and it's Christ versus the Antichrist, when we bring it down to the level of what's happening in the world, it's the Christians representing God, it's the Christians representing Jesus. And who's on the other side representing the devil? Who's on the other side representing the rejection of Christ? Well, if you look in Israel, it's the people banning the gospel. This Likud Netanyahu government, yeah, the World Economic Forum, maybe some of their members are critical. But Netanyahu's government proposed a law that would ban the preaching of the gospel in the Holy Land. In Netanyahu's government, they have these radical, extreme religious Jews that spit on Christians. Christians make a pilgrimage to the Holy Land, and these so-called right-wing Jews that support Israel and are religious, they spit on the Christians. They desecrate the churches there. And so I just don't see anything redeeming about that. And a lot of right-wingers say that Netanyahu is supposed to be uh, part of the global populist uprising, the nationalist resistance. The truth is that he can never be a part of it. The, the right-wing of organized Jewry in the world can never be a part of that because they're not Christian. They reject Jesus.
And so it's like I said on the earlier show, when I look at the two poles of morality, my poll is not Hitler versus anti-Hitler, it's Christ versus anti-Christ. It's not Jews being the anti-Hitler versus Hitler being against the Jews, it's Christians being in favor of Jesus and Jews being against. So I guess that's the difference of opinion. I don't think you're a shill. I don't think that you're out there uh, taking marching orders, but I think maybe that's the fundamental disagreement is where does the power truly lie? Is it this collection of esoteric groups pursuing a Gnostic plan for transhumanism, or is it, is it Christians and Jews going back 2,000 years to the Pharisees? You know, my... You know, I mean, I guess a lot of it is growing up, uh, my dad has all sorts of friends and cool people, and he went to college, and, and a couple of his buddies and one of his roommates, um, one of his names, Jim Levy, is a uh, geologist, and we haven't done it since I was, you know, probably 16 years old, but we used to go out in, in the desert with telescopes, look at the stars. He used to, me and my dad would go on hunting trips with him, we would also go. Uh, and uh, look at, you know, geology fields and find fossils. He was just a loving, funny, sweet guy. And my dad's Jewish friends, and he had friends of all different kinds of groups, were just really nice people. And and so I guess, uh, and and I guess you could almost call him kind of rabbinical. You had a big beard and, you know, a levy obviously means priest class and and all that. And and I, 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 people get mad when we say Judeo-Christian. I mean, really, it is the Abrahamic religions. and, and, And the Jews have made a lot of contributions to think. So I just don't have, I just love humanity so much, Nick, that I see the bad in people and I see the horrible little Nosferatu creature that's the head of the ADL that behind the scenes has debanked us and run the war against us. And I refuse to give him what he wants to attack the Jews so he can then suck all their money up and control them. I mean, it's a very simple play he's doing, him and Abe Foxman and the rest of these guys. And they're just a Jewish mafia. And just like the Italian mafia, quote, helps the neighborhood, but really sucks off of them. Uh, I, I want to see us all transcend this together. And, and, that, and that's what I'm getting at. Because, you know, when I covered a story about Tyson Foods is going to put bug protein in their products now, I don't look, well, how do I make this about Jews? I, that's the biggest meat packer in the country. I'm like, most of what I'm doing is not obsessed with Israel. I do want to go to Israel someday. I've never been there. I want to go to Egypt. It's, you know, every time I'm about to go, it's not safe. I want to go to Russia. It's so fascinating. I'll be accused of being a Russian agent. I got a, uh, I got a visa once and made a joke about it. They went, oh, look, he's going to Russia. He's a Russian agent. I'm not a Russian agent. I'm not a Zionist agent. I'm not any of this. I, I just, I, you know, I mean, look at China. There are a billion and a half people, and nothing is Chinese people on average, but they are the most homogenous race-based group genetically similar, and they're extremely racist, I mean, on average. And, and who... I mean, I, every time I talk about China taking over Hollywood and China involved in everything, I see the comments, oh, he's coming up from the Jews. I, I mean, if I slip on a banana peel today, it's not Jews. Okay, but a lot of things are Jews. Wouldn't you say that? Or do you disagree? When you look oh, at the well. Iraq war, when you look at mass migration and the ADL and censorship, you know, there, and when you look at the porn industry and You, you don't think part of it was weapons sales and— oil deals. I mean, it's just all the Jews. I think it was primarily for Iraq. It was primarily the Israelis and the neocons. Absolutely. They, they wrote it up in the clean break paper in 96. No, that was, you're right. That and, was uh, Wesley Clark exposed that. Yeah. And, yeah, and but they, they the, that's because he was trained by the CIA and they had all their people in there so they could set him up. He was just a weak country to take down. Mm, I think that they opposed him because he was actually a strong country and he sent missiles against Israel. And actually, the Israelis weren't even the neocons in America were more in favor of it than the Israelis because the Israelis 
partially recognize, like the Saudis and America, that if we took out Saddam, Iran would fill the power vacuum. Now they want to take out Iran. Well, and- yeah, I mean, I mean, Saddam did want an Arab uprising against Israel, which have led to a nuclear war. See, that's the problem, is Iran has nuclear weapons. I, that's confirmed. They don't admit that they do. So does Israel. They got a bunch of them. So everybody keeps wanting to drive Israel, you know, into the sea. Well, that's a nuclear conflagration. That's the Samson op- uh, option. Well, and I don't support that. But Well, that's why the Saudi Arabians keep trying to do a deal. Because they like, they like golf courses and hotels and jet aircraft and Ferraris, like like everybody. It's normal. I mean, I, I want to see good in the Muslims. And I see Saudi Arabia's had a lot of problems, but their reforms have been substantive. I agree. Okay, well, then, I mean. Uh, we have to use our leverage to make Israel make a deal. But the, the tail wags the dog. That's a problem. Well, let's come back and talk about Russia. Where were you when humanity was fighting for its life? Where were you when the globalists were caught trafficking millions of children for sex slavery worldwide? Where were you when the New World Order was starting World War III with Russia? Well, I know where you are. You're watching and listening to InfoWars.com right now, and I salute you and thank you. And I want to encourage all of you who've been in this fight so long to realize we've reached the critical juncture in the battle now. And a key tool in that fight is the Great Awakening defeating the globalists, and launching the next great renaissance. This is my second book, part two of The Great Reset and the War of the World. It's a longer book, a quite frankly more powerful book. And just like the last book went to number one, it is up to you to send us to number one right now. This is a cultural fight against the globalists, and it funds the info war. Get signed or unsigned copies of The Great Awakening right now at InfoWarsStore.com. I want to thank you all for your support, but this is a book everybody needs. Get your copy of The Great Awakening right now.